Welcome back once again to the Bible Track Echoes radio broadcast. I'm so very thankful to have you as part of the listening audience today. This program is going out on 50, 60, 70 different stations to thousands of listeners just like you, but you, particularly you, specifically you. You are such a blessing for being a part today. I don't take it for granted that you would invest part of your day. You only have a certain amount of time, waking moments in the day, and you're spending some of it listening to me right now. And I take that as a great honor. And as such, I believe God has a word for us today from 1 Kings chapter 17. It's a thought that's been burning a hole in my soul for the last weeks and really months. I'm excited to finally continue to share it with you. We've been discussing it for this entirety of the week. And remember that if you'd like to listen to previous broadcasts from Bible Tract Echoes, you can find it on your favorite podcast player. For those of you that are familiar with podcasts, maybe you listen on Spotify or TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you can find it on all of those mediums. You can go back through the archives, hundreds upon hundreds of these broadcasts, and we'd love for you to do that. Remember as well that God has allowed me to work on a personal podcast as well. It's called the Micah McCurry Podcast. Normally, it runs about five minutes a day or so. You can listen at your leisure, on demand, just an encouraging or an exhorting thought for you. And at times, I have some friends of mine on by way of interview, and excited to share that with you as well. Just another little hook in the water for the glory of God to allow people to enrich themselves, to encourage themselves about the work of the Lord. That's my desire as a full-time evangelist and as the director of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you're unfamiliar with Bible Tracks, Inc., it's been around for over 80 years, and I'm privileged to introduce it to you today. We print, distribute, ship gospel tracks around the world with titles like Where Are the Dead? Or how about a relatively new one called Overwhelmed? That was a track that kind of addresses the concerns, the feelings of being overwhelmed that a recent pandemic has brought to the entire world. Here's another one. Have You Found Rest? Another, Ready to Die. We also have tracks in a multitude of different languages. Throughout our time of BTI, we've printed in literally dozens of languages, and we'd love to hear from you. If you have a specific language that you're looking for, if we don't have a track in that language, we'd love to be a help in getting it printed for the very first time in that language. A track like Transformed, or Riding the Religious Merry-Go-Round, or Do You Know For Sure, or Does Anyone Care? These gospel tracks work amazingly well for English audiences and Spanish and Tagalog, you name it, around the world. Our tracks go out to the tune of millions every year, and you can get yours for free. You don't have to be part of a church. You don't have to set up some special account. You don't even have to pay us because they are free. BibleTracksInc.org is where you can get those from today. It's not behind some kind of paywall. You don't have to have a subscription. Now, if God does lead, lead you to donate to our ministry, to partner with us financially, of course, these gospel tracks don't just magically appear on our shelves. They don't grow on trees. We do have to pay to have them printed. And so if God does lead you to expand our budget for printing, that's going to go directly to printing more tracks. And we'd love for you to do that. Visit BibleTracksInc.org, and in the top right-hand corner, there is an option to donate. The smallest amount, $3, 5 $10, is a huge blessing, but if God does lead you to do more, 
I would love, as God gives me the opportunity, I call folks that donate to our ministry just to find out how they learned about Bible Tracks Incorporated. So many of them say, I listen to you on WGVD out of Dwight, Illinois, or WVGV out of West Virginia. I listen to you on VCY. Of course, that that station has translators all over America, 50-something of them, VCY in Wisconsin or Arizona or Pennsylvania. All over the world, people are listening. Bible Truth Radio, you name it, all over the world on so many different stations, FBN. Of course, we so greatly appreciate, no matter how you find our broadcast, we appreciate it and our goal. Our true heart's desire is to just be a blessing and encouragement and admonishment to further the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what Bible Tracks is all about. Now, if you would, join me in 1 Kings chapter 17. 1 Kings chapter 17. By way of review, let me introduce to you again the Bible character, a real person named Elijah. We're introduced to him for the very first time in 1 Kings 17, verse 1, and enter stage right Elijah onto a broken and depressed world. The landscape is bleak. It's dark. It's dreary. And that's where Elijah is called to do work. Remember that Ahab is the king, and he is, according to the Bible, you can find this in chapter number 16, Ahab is just the worst. He is just a horrible leader of the people of God. He serves false gods. He sacrifices to them. He serves only himself. He is just, the Bible says, basically the worst. And understand this, Elijah did not take that as a detriment to his ministry. He did God's work by God's word, God's way, without any excuses or backtalk. Because God always begins with a devoted workman who will go to places where it's difficult to serve. Remember, Elijah was called to go to the brook Cherith for a short time and literally be fed by ravens. That doesn't sound very appealing to me. I don't know about you, but the brook didn't stay wet and Elijah is called to go to the next place. He goes to the widow of Zarephath. And that's where we left off yesterday with this introduction to the widow of Zarephath. Behold, a destitute woman. She was without food. She had one meal left, and Elijah asked her in 1 Kings chapter 17, hopefully you found your place there, 1 Kings 17 and verse number 13, and Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first. What he wants her to do is take the last few bites of food she has and give it to him first. An offering of faith, verse 13, and bring it unto me, and after, make for thee and for thy son. Wait a second here, Elijah. The woman just told you she only has enough for one serving. And yet somehow he tells her, make for me. I'm a grown man. I'm going to eat a full grown man's amount. But after that, make for thee and for thy son. Why? Because in verse 14, for thus saith the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. Wow, that's a pretty bold proclamation of the word of God. Why is that pretty bold? Well, because if he was a charlatan, a snake oil salesman, if he was a false prophet, he would be found out pretty quickly. Here's why. This woman, if she took him at his word and he was false, if she went and made that one cake, and brought it out to him, and he scarfed it down, said, thank you so much, that was excellent. When she goes back in, and if she discovers near her cooking stove there an empty cruise of oil, 
and an empty barrel of meal, then Elijah would have lied to her. But Elijah wasn't lying. Verse number 15. And she went. What a display of faith. And she went and did according unto the saying of Elijah. And she, I love how God sums this up. And she and he and her house did eat many days. Wow. Think about that for just a moment. The fact that she has, she's scraping the bottom of the barrel, but the barrel doesn't waste. There is always just enough. Let me make some practical application to you and to me. Here's how you and I want God to work so often. And I'll point the fingers back at myself. Here's how we want God to work. We want God to back up the UPS or the FedEx truck, a big 53-footer, not those small ones, a big 53-foot semi with a lift gate on it. And we want the, the, the angel of God to offload and to bring out a barrels after barrels, 55-gallon barrels of, of oil and bags after bags of grain, of meal. And we want God to give us this whole stock pile and this whole inventory, this whole inventory in triplicate, we sign off and say, okay, here's 35, 40, 55, 50 bags of meal and 50 barrels of oil. And here's everything you need to get you through this next season of life. We want God to show us everything he's going to do right here and right now. But that's not how God works. I'll prove it to you. Verse number 15. She went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house did eat many days. Verse 16. And the barrel, singular, of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise, singular, of oil fail according to, you guessed it. What are the next five words there? If you've been listening along for the last couple of days, those next five words are the word of the Lord, which he spake by Elijah. Let's continue on with that practical application. God just like he did for the Israelites with the manna as they came out of Egypt. He gave them just what they needed day by day. You see, friend, every time that woman woke up, I wonder if she woke up with a jump. (gasps) I wonder what I'm going to feed my child today. Oh, wait, oh, wait. God told me by his man Elijah that the barrel of meal wouldn't waste, that the cruise of oil wouldn't fail. And there was just enough yesterday. We even had a little bit of sentence. We had just enough. But the barrel was empty yesterday. And the cruise of oil was empty yesterday. And as I wake up this morning to make breakfast for Elijah and for my son, she tiptoes over there, right? And she kind of peeks down with the morning light coming through the crack in the window. And she can't quite make it out. And so she lifts up that cruise of oil as she begins to heat up the stovetop, and she's not quite sure. She doesn't know if her faith is quite enough, and there it is again. The small trickle of just enough oil for breakfast time. And then she, with renewed faith and vigor about the things of God, she reaches over for that barrel and she pours out just enough to make three little pancakes, one for her, one for her son, and one for Elijah. Now, let me ask you this question, friend, if I can stress your mind enough to give you two application points here. When and how often do you start to take for granted the blessings of God? How quickly are you growing used to what God has done for you? Case in point. Take a deep breath with me right now. 
and breathe out. That breath, that oxygen right there, the life-giving substance that entered your lungs, that came from God Almighty. I wonder though, friend, have you become used to what God has done for you? I wonder how long it took for that widow woman to become used to the very miracle of a barrel of meal and a cruise of oil never failing. Well, Lord willing, if you'll allow me, we're going to pick up this discussion of something being missing, this missing element that you and I need. We're going to pick it up this coming week. We're going to look at this miracle and what God continues to do through Elijah and this widow woman. Thank you so much for listening today, this week. God bless. Don't go anywhere. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.